This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination head to exploreworldwide.com hello it's friday the 5th of november remember remember and thanks for joining me simon calder for the latest on travel and destinations from the green list and the travel desk of the independent today located in berlin Covid rates across Germany are soaring as they are elsewhere in continental Europe. What could it mean? Passport rules for Europe. What are they? And what can you do if your airline disagrees? And testing rules for America. Yet more confusion, I'm sorry to say, courtesy of the Foreign Office. Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email. Do feel free to sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. For many weeks, the UK has been a complete outlier in terms of coronavirus cases compared with the rest of Europe, or at least the rest of Western Europe, but that is beginning to change. And I'm looking at the data put out by the analyst Tim White, and he is seeing some very, very sharp increases. He's um, expecting more records, and Germany has actually done that already. Yesterday, over 35,000 new infections for the first time, and that's a one third increase over the week. There's even higher rates of increase um, uh, in other countries. Austria up 60%, Czech Republic 50%, Hungary almost 70%, and both Slovenia and Slovakia, distinct and delightful countries, rising by 50% or so. What could this mean? Well, I don't think it's necessarily going to make life specifically more difficult for British travellers because effectively the most European nations have kind of set their course and they say vaccination is what it's all about in terms of international travel. But do not be surprised if, for example, some countries move from the give us a proof of your vaccine or You can uh, take a test to perhaps jabbed people only and maybe even jabbed or tests. So it's a a bleak, bleak time. We're going into winter, of course. And as these things are increasing so worryingly, then, well, all we can do is just hope that the individuals affected aren't affected too badly and that vaccination will continue. Many people, of course, love Europe, even though the UK has left the European Union. And since the end of the transition period at the start of 2021, passports have become quite a complicated subject. That is because beforehand a British passport was valid up to and including the expiry date in any 
country in the European Union and a scattering of others, including Iceland, Switzerland, Plucky, Liechtenstein and Norway. Well, that has changed and now there are two rules that will affect whether or not you are allowed into a European Union country. The first one is very simple. Does your passport have at least three months to run after your intended return date? That isn't six months. It isn't anything to do with six months. It is That is simply stating the rule as imposed by Europe. It just so happens there's another rule which says you can only stay up to 90 days in one particular visit, but that is irrelevant for these purposes. So rule one, valid for three months uh, beyond the expected return date. Rule two, is it valid? What was it issued less than 10 years ago? And that is critically a problem because many British passports, I'm just looking at mine here, issued on the 12th of March in 2013, expires on the 12th of November 2023. So I've got, what, um, a year and uh, 10 years and eight months. Now, that will cease to be valid for travel to Europe on the uh, 12th of March uh, 2023, because that will be uh, exactly 10 years after it was issued. I am hearing, though, that many airlines are turning people away uh, generally for breaching one or other of the conditions. If you are breaching the 10-year condition, then I'm afraid there is absolutely nothing that could be done about it. But if the, the airline, and Ryanair in particular does this, even though I've told them not to, if the airline says you've got to have at least six months left and you've only got, say, five months left, well, they are trying to impose an unfair contract term. And if they, you can, you can explain to them that that's, that's not the rule and invite them to uh, uh, perhaps um, check out what the rules actually are rather than what they think they might be um, in a polite and respectful way, of course. And then see if you can get on the plane. If you don't, and this you should politely and respectfully warn them, but if you, they don't, then they will be... Uh, responsible for uh, unlawfully denying you boarding and that will mean that they have to uh, not just pay you compensation in cash as specified by the European passenger rights rules they will also need to make make good the losses that they have triggered and the cost of your holiday whether that's accommodation a rental car whatever it might be and if it does happen to you, and I really hope it doesn't, then just send them a polite note saying that you will be taking legal action in two weeks if they do not settle your claim. And if that happens, then go to Money Claim Online, or I would prefer you to get a solicitor, particularly if there are thousands of pounds in cash. Anyway, testing rules for America, which opens on Monday, the 8th of November. Yet more confusion if you are fully vaccinated and travelling from the UK, then you will need to have a test in advance. That is fairly clear. If you are unvaccinated and aged between 2 and 17, you will also need to have a test uh, between 3, 4 and 5 days after you arrive. The Foreign Office says you will need a test even if you're a fully vaccinated adult. 
I do not agree with that. I don't believe it is true. I will test it out when I go to the US myself on Monday. Um, And I've spoken to the Foreign Office and said, please, I don't think this is correct either. Point me to your source or uh, remove it. And they have um, agreed to do neither of the above. Goodness me, there's always something, isn't there? And travel is quite complicated enough without governments and airlines coming up with their own misinterpretations. Anyway, um, you won't be hearing from me over the weekend. You'll probably be delighted to learn no Saturday or Sunday podcasts. And when I return to your waiting ear on Monday, it will be with a new look podcast with a new name, Simon Calder's Independent Travel Podcast. If you're a subscriber, no need to do anything. It should appear with you as normal. So for now, goodbye and stay safe. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.